that healing anointing uh, is still here in the earth. I agree with you 100%. Um, I don't know how we could think that it isn't. Because as you said, if something happens to our body, your body will heal itself automatically because of the healing power that's in place in our body. Yes. We have the power to heal ourselves, but the healing anointing is something different. Uh, God, Jesus himself, that's how he worked with that healing anointing by the Holy Spirit. And he's still right. doing the same thing today. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Healing School this morning. We trust that all of you all are doing just fine. And if you are not, you will be when we are finished today in healing school. Now, we're talking about hear and be healed. Remember, in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, So then faith cometh by hearing. In hearing by the word of God. So faith comes. It wasn't there before. But when you hear the word of God. It comes. And it do. What you need it to do. So. In the name of Jesus. Receive the word of God today. In the name of Jesus, pay attention to words. Take your notes. And let's see what God will do for you. Everybody who came to Jesus with a sickness or a disease, he didn't heal some of them. He healed every last one of them. All of them. And he did it all the time. Isn't that powerful? Yes, he did it all the time. He didn't just do it uh, sometime. He did it all the time. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning. All right. So let's jump in this this morning. And again, we're talking about Hear and be healed. Now, Exodus 26, Exodus, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26. Now, this is one of the most healing, famous scriptures. He said, if you are diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, hearken means Listen to. Now, if you will pay attention and listen to the voice of the Lord, your God, and will do. Do that which is right in his sight. And to keep all his statutes. He said he'll put none of this disease upon you. See? There were uh, plagues of flies. Y'all remember that? Frogs, livestock, dying, and all of these type of things. He said, mm -hmm. none of that will happen to you. He said, if you listen to me and you do what I tell you to do. Why? For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Glory to God, I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm the Lord that healeth thee. Mm -hmm. Now, this is for a forever word. This is one of these compound redemptive names. Jehovah, Rapha. You ever heard of that before? There are yes. several of these in the word of God. See, it doesn't always come through in the English like it does in the original. He's Jehovah Shalom. He's Jehovah Sitkanu. What is he saying? Hmm. He's saying, I'm Jehovah, your peace. He's the Lord who's present. He's the Lord, our righteousness, and the list goes on and on. But when he says, I am this, it harkens back to when God spoke to Moses out of the burning bush. Hmm. 
He said, who will I say sent me? Who am I going to say? He said, you tell them I am, that I am, have sent you. I am. Now, this refers to the self-existent one. Glory to God, I like that. Mm -hmm. See, he's not dependent on anything or anyone else for his power and his existence. The one who was and is and always will be the great I am. Praise God. Mm -hmm. Now, now notice what he said. I am. And that's why it made the Jewish leaders so mad they wanted to kill Jesus right there on the spot when he said, I am. They went off the short angry. (laughs) I dare you refer to yourself as I am. But he was and is I am manifested in the flesh. Praise God. Mm hmm. Let that prophet jump in any way you want. Mm-hmm. But now, Amen. Jesus was born at a specific time in that manger, but the Son of God did not begin there. The Word existed from the beginning. Are you getting this? Pay attention to words now. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some confused people, even with letters at the end of their name. You know what I mean? They're yes. confused. They they try to tell us the age of miracles have passed and healing is done away with and all these other things. But who have a right to take the great I am, the Lord who healed thee, and turn it into I used to be? Hmm? The Lord that healed thee. If he ever was the Lord who healed thee, he still is the Lord who healed thee and always will be the Lord who healed thee. Are you getting that? Mm -hmm. Now, this word is also translated physician. We refer to him as the great physician. And he is to his people. And to those who believe him. See, remember the verse said, if you will listen to me. Didn't he say that? If you will listen and do what I said, then all of these diseases that you saw coming upon these people. See, mm-hmm. listen, he said they won't come upon you. That's Why? Right. Because I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord, your physician. I am the Lord, Jehovah Rapha. Glory to God. I am. I am. Look, say this. I have a doctor. I have a doctor. I have a a physician. I have a physician. I have a healer. I have a healer. The healer. The healer. God. There is some also confused and they say well you know god has given us medical science and doctors you know he used to do some miracles because it was necessary but now he has given us medical science and we can go to the doctor Mm -hmm. and they say that's how he does it now and now you know they're the gifts of healing but listen yeah we have utmost respect for doctors isn't that right prophet Absolutely. But listen, I'm sorry, God didn't give us a man or a woman to replace him. They are just a supplement. They are a helper to the greater ministry. And God does use doctors. But how quickly they can look at you and say, sorry, Mm -hmm. we can't do anything else. We can't do any more. And if that's the case, you'll you know, if your healing is limited to what man can do, you are in trouble. But let me ask you this. If he's still the almighty, All right, whether now. you're in the back side of the desert, can't find a band-aid, can't find a hospital, whether you're at the, the best hospital in the world, 
still, you need more than a man. You need right. Jehovah Rapha. You need the great physician. Glory to Jesus. You ought to pray for your doctors and nurses. See, listen. I pray for doctors, nurses, researchers, scientists. My prayer, Lord, show them how to deal with cancer. Show them what to do with AIDS. Yes. Show them what to do with COVID-19. See, you need this natural health, but it's not enough on its own. Somebody said, well, prayer could be a help to doctors and medicine. No, 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 no. No, ma'am, no, sir. No. Uh-uh. Doctors and nurses can be a help to the great ministry of Jehovah Rapha, the healer, the best mm-hmm. surgeon in the world, prophet. That's may right. be able to cut mm-hmm. you open and do some things with great accuracy. But see, when they sew you up, no healing have they done. None. Now, you need to heal up. Is that right? See, That's where right. does healing come from? Where does healing come from? Folks, listen. What is healing? Somebody say, well, I don't believe in that healing stuff. There is no intelligent person who don't believe in healing. It doesn't exist. Somebody say, well, I know somebody. No, you don't. Ask them a question. Come on, I don't believe in healing power. Listen, have you ever skinned your elbow? Have you ever scraped your knee? Have you ever cut yourself? Huh? That's right. Well, 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 it, 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 it healed up. It what? It what? What caused it to heal? Are you getting this? Mm-hmm. God created man with a certain <clears throat> amount of healing built in him. Well, where that healing came from, guess what? There is more. Are you getting this? Yeah. In in any time, your your, your friends, people in the church, uh, your family have a surgery. You should pray first. And you feel good about doing the surgery? Then you pray and ask the Lord to be in the operating room. You ask his hand to be on the doctors and on their sisters. And on every piece of equipment to cause it to go perfectly, you ask the Lord to be on their mind and bring everything to their remember. Keep them back from making mistakes. Anything they're not aware of, let it be revealed to them. See? Help them to do some of the best work they ever done. Then you ask the Lord to speed up. I want you to catch this. Speed up the healing process working in them. See? Now, there's a certain amount of time for healing to come. But, Lord, we ask you to speed it up. Child of God, did you know he'll do it? Yeah. Tenfold, a hundredfold, a thousandfold. And that's when you start seeing instantaneous things happen. But see, that's the same healing that healed up the skin elbow. It's just so much more. Prophet, I'm I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. No, keep going. Keep going. What do you say? Yeah, that's right. Uh, That healing anointing uh, is still here in the earth. I agree with you 100%. Uh, I don't know how we could think that it isn't. Because as you said, if something happens to our body, your body will heal itself automatically because of the healing power that's been placed in our body. Yes. We have the power to heal ourselves. But the healing anointing is something different. Uh, God, Jesus himself, um, that's how he worked with that healing anointing by the Holy Spirit. And he's still right. doing the same thing today. Absolutely. The Praise same God. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So it didn't go out with the apostles, did it? Of course. How could it? <laughs> if it did, that means we all did. The Lord. Amen. Now, you have to grab a hold to this. Think about this, prophet. Who created your elbow anyway? Mm. God See, he is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord. You mm-hmm. are the Lord who heals me. Can y'all say that? Mm-hmm. You are the Lord who heals me. People say, well, you either believe God or you go to the doctor. No, no. Listen, you better be believing God if you're going to let them roll you in that co-operating room. It's not either or. You're going to believe God either way. You're going to use your faith either way. See? But the Lord does things if that's not necessary for man to be involved. See, folks, prayer is not a help to medical science. Medical science is a natural help to the great ministry of the great physician. We're very thankful for that, not making light of that. But he is so much powerful to whom nothing is impossible for him. Are y'all getting this? That's right. But him, the great physician, there are no terminal cases. There are no incurable cases. There are no unfixable situations. I said none. Now listen. He is your doctor. He is your great physician. Now, prophet, we're going to look at Psalms 103 here. Psalms 103. And I want you to notice some words here. Verse 1 says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and mm-hmm. all that is within me, bless his holy name. Mm-hmm. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Are there any benefits to this Christian life? Yes. There's more than one benefit. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Yes, there are. Benefits plural. But mm-hmm. if you hear some Christian talk, the only benefit that they talk about is missing hell, not going to hell when they die, getting to go to heaven. But if that's the only one you have, that would be great. But there are more than one benefit. See, to being a Christian and walking with the Lord, look what he says. Forget not all. That sounds like more than a couple. Mm-hmm. And then it mentioned the top two. Who forgives all your iniquities. Yes. What sin, what transgression that the Lord won't forgive? Mm-hmm. Somebody says, well, what about the impartable sin? Most people don't have a clue of what that might be. They just heard somebody else refer to it. But a quick abbreviated version of it, if you had done what the Bible referred to in that, and you refuse to ask for forgiveness, you are unrepentant, you won't come back to the Lord. You don't want to be right with him. See, if you're willing to ask him to forgive you, you have not done that. Mm-hmm. It'll take an hour to teach on that. Okay. But if you want to be right with God, you're willing to repent, you have not committed the so-called impartable sin. Mm. See, he forgives what the scripture says. All anybody would come to him and genuinely repent, he will forgive you of all your iniquities. Yes, he will. But guess what else he does? He heals all some special cases. No, we just don't Mm -hmm. know why. Sometimes God does some special things to show his power, but it's not for everybody. He, mm-hmm. It used to happen a lot, you know, back in the day. But now that we have the written Bible, they say, you know, the day of 
healing have passed, the foundation of the church of late, we don't believe that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, mm-hmm. no. He forgives what? All my iniquities and he heals all my diseases. Because what? He is the Lord that healeth who? Me. You see it, prophet? He is the Lord that healeth me. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Amen. Yes, he's the Lord that heals me. Yeah. Uh, I'll who forgives all my iniquities, who heals all my diseases. Verse Mm -hmm. 4 says, who redeems my life from destruction and crowns me with what? Loving kindness kindness. and the mercy. That's right. He satisfies my mouth with good things so that my youth, this is, I'm going somewhere with this, so that my youth is renewed like the eagles. That is very powerful right there. You know, yes. if you are if you are walking around in your youth, your body is not going to need too much healing. That's right. Amen. Uh, That's right. That look at that verse, uh, Larry, in in the CEV. I love to read that same passage in the CEV. It has uh-huh. it has it's the same, but it gives a little uh, more insight, you know, to us. The way we read in the CEV, listen to it. He says, um, <clears throat> with all my heart, I praise the Lord. And with all that I am, I praise his holy name. With all my heart, verse 2, I praise the Lord. I will never forget how kind he has been. Wow. The Lord forgives my sins. In verse 3, he heals me when I'm sick. It says us, but I always personalize it. He heals me when I'm sick. Verse 4, he protects me from death. Come on, listen to that. Oh, I like that. Say that again. He protects me from death. Wow. His kindness and love are a crown on my head. That's verse 4, and listen to verse 5. Each day that I live, he provides all my needs and gives me the strength of a young eagle. Who would want that? I thank God every morning for the the strength of a young eagle. People oftentimes ask, how do you do what you do? Who can keep up with you? You know, if, if this is what you were talking about, uh, Larry. We we don't have the ability on our own to do this. That's Even right. Jesus didn't do what he did by himself. When Jesus yeah. walked the earth, and he he you know he taught that he was a prophet. He's called himself a prophet over in Luke, and and he said that the works that he did. He said, I'm not doing the work. My father is doing the work. That's right. And he told us how he ministered, you know, as and with the Holy Spirit, that anointing. He said, the, the anointing is upon me because, you know, he's anointed me to do the work that I do. The spirit of the Lord is upon me or he's anointed me to do the work that I do. Well, you know, that's what he's saying here to us, you know. He gives us the strength of young eagles. That's the same Holy Spirit. Yes. That's the same That's right. Spirit of God. That's good. That's the same Spirit. We are. The, we have the same abilities on us. You know, you, you might say, now, wait a minute. Now, you're going too far. No, I'm not. If Jesus mm-hmm. is telling us, he told us, he said, the works that I do. Come on. Yeah. You will do these works and greater works. Why? Because I go Go to my Father, Father. which is in heaven. That's right. But if we don't believe that, see, this is why healing is so, so unique. You're talking about 
hearing and then being healed. It's impossible almost for you to be healed and you don't have a knowledge of healing. You don't even That's understand right. the complexity of it. You don't understand how it works. You don't understand how yeah. complex it is, but it is. There's a process to it. And there is a, pro- we must follow that. And what is that? You must sit and hear the word of God every day of this world. You know, I heard someone say to me, you know, I start, I used to do it, but I'm not doing it anymore. Child of God, that's like, can, how do you think we'll make it in the natural? Let's, let's go there for a minute. If we say we eat sometimes, but we don't eat anymore. Yeah. I used to eat breakfast. I used to eat lunch and dinner, but I don't, you know, I don't fool with that stuff anymore. You see how ridiculous that sounds? Absolutely. I used to drink water. I used to drink it all the time, but, you know, I don't. A couple of years ago, I just stopped drinking water. I guarantee you, if you did, you either already dead or you're not far away from death. That's true. Because in order to sustain your natural body, you must, you, we can make it without food sometimes. We'll become a little anorexic or, you know, thin as the rail. But you can't make it without water. Not for too long. That's right. That's right. You see, you, you, you're hurting all the, 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 the major organs of your body will shut down on you. Mm-hmm. Well, child of God, I remember my father in the gospel used to say, you know what? <clears throat> the same thing you do in the natural, you have to do the same thing in the spirit world. A lot yes. of us are born, we, we all born naturally because we come through the womb. We all come through our mother's womb. Every, you, there is not a person in the world that didn't come through the womb. Not That's yet. right. <laughs> That's how we got here. Yes. That's how we were born. Are you listening to me? Oh, yeah. That's how we were born. And none of us, not one person you know in this world came fully grown through the womb. We all came as babies, every last one of us. We couldn't feed ourselves. We couldn't care for ourselves. We couldn't nurture and and, and, and groom and, and, and do the things that we do now. We had to be taught those things. Those things came gradually. Right? We, right. we, some babies run and walk before they crawl, but not always. It's a process. You start out crawling, pulling up on things, walking along the sides of the bed and, and, the, and the furniture. Sometimes, you know, standing without holding on anything, you know, wobbly and wobbly. And then we plop right back down on the floor and then we get up and we try it again until one day we got this thing. Mm-hmm. And I am walking, and everybody in the family is yay excited because yay the baby is walking. Big deal. We celebrate. See, but that yeah. was a long, drawn out process. Then the next thing, you know, well, you party, you you going to the party, and so on. But you couldn't do these things. Someone had to take you by the hand and show you. Child of God is the same thing about healing and growing up spiritually. It's a process. It's a process. We want everything, uh, like they used to say in in the microwave age when it comes to spiritual things, excuse me, but it's a process. And the process is hear and then be healed. That's what we're talking about this morning. Hear and be healed. Hear, hear what? Hear the word of God. Hear mm-hmm. the word of God. Let it sink into your spirit, man. You must feed your spirit, man, just like you fed your natural man. You have to feed your spirit, man, the word of God. And gradually, day by day, day by day, day by day, day That's by right. day. You can't That's start right. eating the word of God and say, well, I used to do it, but I, I don't do it anymore. So as no, I no. started out saying, my father in the gospel used to say, well, you feed your your body three squares a day and you give your spirit one cold snack a week. That means we pick up the Bible on Sunday when we go to church or whatever. We used to do it that way. I think we do a better job now because we're doing a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of mo- a lot of meetings on, on 
online, through media and all that thing. So we have the word of God going all the time, but mainly we would feed our, feed our spirit at one coast and you can't grow that way. Spiritual things are attained, they're acquired, they're caught, they're learned, just like we mm-hmm. learn to walk. And so we That's grow right. up on the word of God. He said, I will what? Yes, I love that verse by day, every day that I live. He provides all my needs and he gives, he gives me the strength of young eagles. Mm-hmm. I can't give this to myself. You can't give this to yourself. That's right. You know, there's, there's a man in the scriptures saw the men and women of God, the prophets of God doing the work of God, and they want to buy it. Hey, how much how much do you charge me to, that I might do what you're doing? You can't buy you this. Yeah. That's you can't right. buy it. You have to be taught the word of God. We have to receive it by faith. We need to sit down and listen every morning, every day, and read the word of God. And then be open to it and then begin to what? Receive it and then what? Do it. Do what he's telling us to do. I love it. Every day, every day I'm feeding my spirit man because what? Faith comes by what? It comes by hearing. Hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Yeah. So you, you might start out crawling, but child of God, you won't stay there. I promise you. If you give God as much attention as you give your doctors when you go to the doctor, as you, you work with that doctor, he'll give you a prescription and he'll say, go and have this prescription filled or he'll call it in nowadays. You know, they call it in. You just go pick it up and they'll give you a prescription. And, and, and in that prescription, there's guidelines you must follow. And, and you go back to that doctor after a set time, after you've taken that medication, and then he's going to re-examine you in hopes that whatever that medication was given to you for, it's gone now. The Word of God mm-hmm. does the same thing. Keep taking That's the right. Word of God. Keep taking the Word of God. Just keep taking the Word of God. I gave an example of this during uh, our morning prayer time this week. This man of God, I think it was Sunday that we really talked about it last Sunday during our virtual church service. This man of God was saying how he had this problem in his body. He had, you know, hurt himself some kind of way. And they said he'd never walk or whatever. And mm-hmm. he broke his leg. He had broken his leg. I mean, just not, not a splendor, not a, a little slit. The thing was broken in two. And he actually walked on that leg. And they claimed yeah. they, they didn't understand how that happened, but he was a man of God and he compelled himself to do it through the word of God. But the problem, the thing that was so impressive, what he said was every day of the world, he would speak the word of God over that lake. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes the pain, you know, every two, every month it would come back after a, it would go away, come back after, you know, after a month, then it would be, the time would be, get further and further away. And then two months, it will come back, maybe five months. He wouldn't see another pain until five months. And then he wouldn't see another pain for a whole year until it got to the place where he didn't see any pains at all anymore. Praise God. What what was happening? He kept speaking the word of God over his leg until that leg lined up with the word of God. You see it? It was as if it never happened. It was as if yeah. it never happened. What was happening? He, that leg was growing up spiritually. That leg was being re, and it was being restored by the very word of God. Mm-hmm. And the doctors could not understand it. That's right. You see, and that's, that's what we need to do. We must understand. <clears throat> now, sometimes it's gradual, it's gradual. Sometimes it's Automatic, instantaneously. Sometimes it's like that. But normally, normally, we must listen to the word of God. Hear and be healed. I promise you, as you are feeding on that word of God every day, something on the inside of you is changing. That's right. Just like you take those pills and you have sight that when you swallow those pills, it's correcting something on the inside. It's causing something 
on the inside to change. You have faith for that or you wouldn't take those pills. That's right. Well, the word of God is a, it's a, it's a pill as well. It's a spiritual pill, but it's better than those natural pills that, that we go and get from the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And then I love there's a prescription out there about Brother Charles Capps. He said, take this, take the word of God, what? Three times a day. Until yeah. what? Until faith comes. Faith comes. Take this right. three times a day. What does he say? Take this word of God three times a day. Until, say until. Until, until. faith comes. Because you see, when faith comes, then you, you, the word stands in the place that you're believing God for until the thing actually shows up, until the healing actually shows up. That's right. And this is where some of us miss it. Well, I'm healed now. I don't have to take this anymore. No, here's the bottom part of his prescription. Take this word three times a day until faith comes. Watch this now. And then once a day to what? To maintain, maintain. Your, your healing. Yes. That's right. It said, it said to maintain it. Yes. Yes. Because you've got your healing now. You've got it like it's in your hand. But don't you know, the Bible says, even Jesus Christ, when he was tempted, Satan mm-hmm. left him, left him, left him for a season, but then he came back again. That's right. Uh, are you listening to me? And Satan will try to come back and steal your healing from you if you're not Absolutely. standing on that word. Absolutely. And the Bible proves yeah. that. You remember, Larry, in the in the situation with the with the gas, the uh, madman of Gadara. Yeah, in Mark 5. You remember that? You remember that when, when uh, the unclean spirit is gone out from a man? Walking right. through dry places and seeking rest? Seeking and finding none? And what he said? Well, I'm going to go back. I go will back go to back to my, house. to my house from whence I came. Since I came out. And listen at this dilemma. And when that unclean spirit tries to re-enter your body, and he, the Bible says he finds the house. What? Come on. What finds it? What? A house? Swept. Swept. Yeah. Empty and garnished. And garnished. What does that mean, empty? There's no word in here. There's no word That's of God it. in here. Well, the Bible says he goes right back into that man. But the worst part of that man the, the last part of that man is worse than the first. Why? Because right. he takes with him how many? How many apostles? He brings seven with him other seven spirits. other spirits. Now he's got eight. Now he's got eight. See? That's when he doesn't find any word in you. you because you got back. healed and you say, oh, well, I don't, need to, I don't need to read this every day. Child of God, let me tell you this to you. You have to get this down in your, in your, my father used to say, get this in your nugget. Get this down in your nugget. Get this in your nugget and in your heart. You are now a spirit. You are now born of the spirit. Your healing is spiritual. Now you can, you can choose. You can choose to be healed by the doctor. But if you choose to be healed by God, this is a spiritual healing. And the mm-hmm. spiritual healing is far better than the healing by the doctors. Because <laughs> the doctors, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get into all of that, but it's far better. And so when you choose what we're talking about right here today, you can never stop, never stop feeding your spirit man the word of God. That's right. You must get this settled for once and for all. Mm-hmm. I cannot afford. I cannot personally afford to stop reading the word of God, and neither can you. That's you right. cannot stop. You cannot stop. You are now a spirit being. You are born of the spirit now. It's like taking a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. 
if we take you away from the word of God, you will die. David said, take everything I have, but please don't take your spirit from me. That's right. Are you listening to me? So do not think that because you get your healing, you can go back to doing what you were doing before. No. Three times a day until the healing comes, and then once a day to what? Maintain your healing after after it comes. You see it? So this is a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle we're talking about. And sometimes yeah. we, we, we feel like it's just too much. It's just too hard. Well, if you could sit and watch TV for two or three hours a day, you can read the word of God while you're sitting there watching TV. Everybody goes to bed at some point. Before you go to bed, have your word right there on the bed, on the side of the bed. Read it before you go to sleep. Read it before you, when you wake up in the morning, you know. I always recommend getting the word of God down on the inside of you so you don't have to have it written anywhere outside of you. Have it written mm-hmm. on the tables of your heart. Yeah. And that way, you could be driving down the street. Huh? You, you could be walking through the house, doing your laundry, doing the vacuuming, doing the, doing the, the gardening, cooking. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You're stirring your pot and you're constantly mm-hmm. saying, Father, thank you. Jesus was wounded for my transgression. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. Come on. The chastisement right. of my peace was upon him. Come on. And with his stripes, I'm healed. Right. And then you putting in, putting in the ingredients in the pot. You stirring that pot. Do you know you're saying that word? And that, and you stirring the word of God in your heart at the same time. You don't have to have a Bible in front of you. You should have it in the, in your heart by now. And if you don't have it there, keep working. Keep working until it gets there. Yeah. You out, you're outdoors and you're trimming the, the hedges. Oh, he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was on him. And with the stripes that wounded Jesus, I'm healed. Father, thank you. Come on, you're, 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 you're pushing that more, uh, or, or you're picking up leaves or whatever. You got the blower going and you're saying, thank you, Father. You sent your word. You feel something hit your body and you just open your mouth and say, thank you, Father. I thank you. You sent your word and healed me and delivered me. I'm telling you, this is as you go. That's right. As you go. So it doesn't take a lot of extra effort for us to speak the word of God. Two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. You'll get to the place where you'll feel uncomfortable when you're not speaking the word of God. That's right. I can't go in and out of my community without speaking the word of God on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I've gotten accustomed to that. <clears throat> you see it? It's, it's, it's natural for me to do that. And it should be natural for you to do it as well. And it can be. That's right. You see, each day that I live, he provides all my needs and he gives me the strength of an eagle. How do you do that at your age? He gives me the strength of an eagle. Thank you every morning. I get up, Father, thank you for the strength of an eagle. I'm not doing this. God is doing this. He'll do it for you as well. He'll do it for you as well. How do you walk every day? Like, How do you go and walk like that? He gives me the strength of an eagle. Mm-hmm. How do you go up and down your stairs in your home like that all day? He gives me the strength of an eagle. Yes. Hmm? And I don't just assume this. I speak it every day. And you can as well. It's, a, it's, a, it's a spiritual healing, guys. But it only works by what? By faith. That's right. Absolutely. By faith. That's right. Faith in the word of God. You speak it and then you do it. That's good. Do I feel like going up and down the stairs all day, every day? Sometimes I just don't. But you know what? I do it by faith. And before you know it, (laughs) it's easy as mom's apple pie. 
<laughs> because when he sees that you're trusting him, he gets on board. That's how he moves. That's that's what moves God. You know, he doesn't wait until, you know, he he doesn't, faith is not set up for us to see him move and then we move. No, we move first, faith. We move first and then he moves. Yes. Someone once said, said that uh, following God in the Bible is like playing checkers or chess. He has moves and we have moves. And when we make our move, he makes his move. But he yes. doesn't move until after we move. You know, I could see that with Abraham. I share that. The, remember, Apostle, we were talking about that this week. Abraham, the father of faith. Put yourself in his position, in his predicament. I know God would not ask that of us today. Here you mm-hmm. are right now, where you are right now, in your home. In whatever state you're in, whatever country you're in, listening to us this morning. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, God tells you, he calls your name. Okay. Okay, Tom, get up. Get all of your belongings. Get your wife. Get your, get your children. And get out of that house right now. Well, Father, where am I going? Just go, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll lead you along the way. How many of us would do that? You see, that's called you moving first and then God moves. Mm-hmm. Abraham, that's what happened to Abraham. God said, just leave your father's house. Get out of that place and I'll show you where to go. I'll lead you. But when he stepped out, he didn't know where he was going. He didn't know whether he was going to the left or to the right, straight or, or, or behind him. He just obeyed God. And he got himself and his family out of his father's house. And, of course, we know the story. He took a lot with him, which was a mistake. But he did. Yeah. He stepped out by faith. You see it? Now. He was on the path to be blessed by God. The Bible says Abraham was filthy rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Abraham was so rich because God made him rich. That's right. And every time, even the great the great scene from at the at the mount when he went up to sacrifice his son. How many of us could do that? I don't ask me to do that, Father. But he took his only son to sacrifice him. And then God said, wait, stay your hand. He said, now I know. But did you see who had to move first? Do you That's see right. who the possession, do you see the progression in that? Abraham yeah. had to move first. Absolutely. And, and then after he showed God that he trusted him, that he was in faith, God said, now will I bless you. Guys, yeah. it's the same way today. God is not asking you to kill or slay your sons and daughters, but he is asking you to trust him. That's right. He is asking you to do something. In Mark 11, he's showing us it's the same thing in Mark 11 that Abraham had to deal with. He said, mm-hmm. have faith in God. That's verse 11. In chapter 11, that's uh, the verse 22 right there. He says, have faith in God. Now, that's the first part. 23, he says, speak to the mountain. What is he saying? What, what's the mountain in your body? See, the mountain is the problem. Yes. What is it with you? Heart trouble? Huh? Is it cancer? Is it high blood pressure or is it COVID-19 or the, or the Delta variant? Which one is it? It doesn't matter with God. He's giving you instructions. If you will speak to it. That's good. You see, that's your move right there. If you will speak to it, you have to say Delta variant in the name of the Lord Jesus. What did he tell you to say to it? Move. Move. That's right. 
be removed from my body yeah. and be cast into the sea. Now, that's, that's what right. he said do. Now, see if you would do that and do it in faith and act like you believe it. Before you know it, that Delta variant. Now, you will not be in a hospital on a ventilator. No, you will not. Because now he's at work inside of you, just like the pills you take will be at work on the inside of you. Are you listening? Yeah. You just took the spiritual cure for the Delta variant. In the name of Jesus, COVID-19, in the name of Jesus, heart, heart trouble, in the name of Jesus, cancer, in the name of That's Jesus, right. high blood pressure, move, move from me. Move now and be cast into the sea. But then he tells us further. Now, don't doubt in your heart now. Don't doubt in your heart. See, there's a difference there. People say, well, I am doubting. It's in my head. Yes, it's in your head. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. But just don't let it get in your heart. He said, don't doubt in your heart. Doubt will always be in your head. Well, what's the difference? Okay, here's the difference. A thought. Come on, Apostle. Unspoken. Come on. Would die unborn. Come on. I'm born. Say it again. A thought unspoken would Come die on. unborn. Are you listening to me? You see, that thought is in your head. And and as long as you don't start speaking it, see, we go around all the time. I'm so afraid I'm going to die. Don't say that. We say things That's like, right. I have, I have cancer. I have high blood pressure. The doctor said, I'm going to, I have this. That's okay. That's why we go to the doctor. Because the doctor knows, right? That's right. They have all the medical education. They can diagnose. They can give prognosis. They can do that. They are medical people. They're trained to do that. That's why we go to doctors. Sure, we have confidence in doctors, as Larry said. But, but after you find out what the problem is, we don't just keep saying over and over and over and over, I have high blood pressure, I have cancer, I have diabetes, I have the Delta variant, I have COVID-19, I have heart trouble. Don't keep saying that because if you keep saying you have it, then you haven't given it to God. You haven't commanded to leave. You haven't, you see, you haven't put the word of God on it. You, you're saying you still have it. That's right. So you see, once you start speaking it, that means it is in your heart. It's in your heart now. Mm-hmm. So that verse says, doubt not in your heart. Did you get the difference? So the That's doubt good. could be in your head. It could be in your head. That's good. But don't speak it, okay? Just don't All speak right. it. Don't Praise speak God. it. Speak the word of God. Do what he's telling you to do right there in, in, in Mark 11. Be removed, be cast into the sea, and I have no doubt in my heart, but I believe what I say shall come to pass. I'll have exactly what I say. And what did I say? Be removed. Amen. You be removed from me in Jesus' name, and you be cast into the sea. And you just trust him. After that, don't, don't, don't walk around constantly saying the same thing. Don't keep repeating that. That's good. We can we we must hear and then we'll be healed.